Welcome to the Seattle Public Library's Podcasts for Teens. These teen podcasts are by teens and for teens. They run the gamut from author readings and music performances to discussions and book reviews by the Teen Center Advisors. These podcasts are brought to you by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation with the help of the library's teen advisors. To learn more about our teen programs, including how to become a Teen Center Advisor, visit our website at www.spl.org. To learn how you can help the library by volunteering or supporting its foundation, go to www.foundation.spl.org. The podcast you're about to hear was recorded in 2010. Hi, I'm Kiara, and I'm with the Teen Center Advisors, and this podcast is about book recommendations. Okay, so um, what kind of stuff are you guys looking for to read? Um, I guess I'm up for reading anything except for, like, sci-fi, kind of fantasy, frightening things like that. So more (laughs) realistic stuff? Not necessarily realistic. It can be fiction, but not two dragons and quests and that kind of stuff. Do you want it to be, um, do you care if it, like, takes place now or, like... It can be a historical or... Yep. Okay. Kira, how about you? What are you looking for? Um, I'm kind of the same. I like all different types of realistic fiction. And most, just actually basically the same thing she said. I'm kind of into everything except stuff like that. <laughs> okay. So and, are not, you... and not vampires. I don't know. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So who feels ready to give a um, vampire and dragon free recommendation? Okay, my name's Eli, and um, I don't know if any of you have read this before, the Bartimaeus trilogy, which is so good. great trilogy. It's one of my favorite trilogies ever. Uh, it takes place in London, in sort of an alternate world where people summon demons uh, using incantations, but they sort of rule over the commoner class, which they're not able to summon demons, and follows... Um, a very funny demon named Bartimaeus who gets summoned by a boy, and it sort of shows his exploits uh, in London for about a couple of years, and then it has a really nice, I like the ending a lot, but you should definitely try to read it. Those are really good books. Does that sound too fantasy-ish for you guys? No, I can probably handle that. Maybe. Okay. All right. Um, Well, I have one that's more, like, realistic. Actually, it is realistic. It's called The Lost Art of Keeping Secrets, and it's, um, well, it's not really, it's kind of, it's a, it's a regular fiction, it's not really a teen fiction, but it's, um, it's about a girl who, one day she's walking down the street, and all of a sudden, it's actually set in the 1950s London, too, and, um, it's, so she's walking down the street, and a taxi cab whips up next to her, and it's like, and a girl's in the backseat and says, get in, and so she jumps in, and basically, she's like, world in this high society life, and her mom's like a old diva, and they live in this long, old, forgotten house, and she's basically trying to find her roots, and she, well, there's some romance in it, and, <laughs> and she, there's, it's such a good book, I love it, but. Do you remember who wrote that? Okay, is it a teen book or? It's called The Lost Art of Keeping Secrets, and I feel like it's. No, it's not a teen book. Okay. But it's. Like, it's about a teenage girl, yeah. so it's. It's okay. Okay. So. Uh, you go ahead. I mean, um, I was going to recommend uh, Mother Night by Kurt Vonnegut. 
it's classified in sci-fi. Like, can't like me figure out exactly why that's where it's classified because it has no sci-fi aspects whatsoever. But it follows an American spy in the years after World War II, and as a spy, he produced American produced Nazi propaganda broadcasts in English. But he was an unrecognized agent, so the government did as little as they could to protect him after the war. And so it's this it's this story of his trying to get back to a normal life with people thinking that he's some neo Nazi or something. Cool. Alright. Um Mac. Oh yeah. So my name's Mac and I would recommend a book that I just read last week called uh, Carpe Diem. And it's about this girl, and her name is Vassar, you know, like the college, and she's totally school, everything, like, she's got a 5.3 GPA and everything, and then her grandma blackmails her parents into letting her go on a trip with her to Malaysia. And it's a really good book. The ending is a little bizarre, but I thought it was really good. And is that a team book? Or? Yeah, it's yeah. a team book. Okay, great. Uh, I, my name is Cole. I would suggest uh, An Abundance of Catherines by John Green. Uh, it's about a child prodigy, prodigy who's had uh, 19 girlfriends. All of them have the name Catherine, spelled with a K, like no variations. So, and then his idea is that love is definable. You can uh, make an equation out of it. And so the whole book is about him trying to make an equation that will predict any relationships. And... For the whole book, he has this trouble with one girl, and uh, let's see, and then he goes on a road trip with his friend. Uh, I can't remember his name. So. Uh, so what did you like about it? Um, I don't know. I just like John Green books. I mean, he's got he's really witty, and uh, he's got all these random facts. Awesome. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, alright, I guess this one's called The Witching Season, and it takes place in the Victorian era, and it's about a girl, she's kind of in the high life, like in the Victorian era, but not quite, like she goes and like sees the queen and stuff, but she's not like super rich, um, and her family has like this secret of being like witches, and she has like a twin sister, and she gets in all this trouble with magic, and there's a boy. <laughs> and it's just really fun to read. It's kind of fast-paced, and the main character is really likable. So I thought it was good. Okay, have you got anything? Well, I guess uh, I was gonna recommend *Invisible Monsters* by Chuck Palahniuk. It's not really sci-fi at all. It's basically about this girl who got into a car accident. Well, it wasn't a car accident because like someone shot her in the face and you know like she survived but she basically lost well not lost her face but uh, her fa her face was basically got ruined and then so you know like he, she was a supermodel or something like that so she basically had a downfall you know like because uh, everyone that she loved was basically gone because you know like no one really cared about her anymore until there is this one woman who came to her and then you know, basically, she's trying to convince her that, you know what, uh, everyone probably doesn't love you as much as I do, but I, I love you very much, even though she actually doesn't know who she actually is.
I just it's a really good book, and you know like there are a lot of twists also. So I guess if you're into you know like books like that, like Fight Club, then you probably like that book. Um, I'm Patrick, and I don't really know what I'd characterize. I don't know. I just remember these books were really good, and I just thought of them like two seconds ago. But um. And I don't really know if I'd like, characterize them as like sci-fi or... Fi I don't really know what I'd call them, but they're a trilogy by Philip Pullman. Philip Pullman? His Dark Materials. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, okay, you probably wrote them, but... Um, I don't know. I just... I thought I, I really liked those, and I just... I, they were like very... And I just like love to read them because they were just very interesting to me, and they have, like, they have a lovely story, and... I don't know. Everything about them is just pretty good, so... You might enjoy those. Okay, well... Um people who are looking for recommendations, did any of those sound like possibilities? Maybe. Do you guys want to recommend some stuff that you've read lately? Um, lately? Or whenever. Well, my, <laughs> my favorite book is Atonement, and I know that's, yeah, it's an adult book, I guess, technically, but I love it. And the book I just finished reading was um, With It, also known as Derby Girl, like the movie, um, because I'm obsessed. And it was pretty funny. Um, has a certain kind of humor, but it sort of grew on me after a while. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, um, a book I just finished reading, actually two, but the first one, it's called Shrink to Fit by, I think, Donna Sarkar. I think that's her last name, but I can't remember. And it's just about this girl whose mom is like a model, and she wants her daughter to get into the business, but her daughter's not really into that. She's like a basketball player. She doesn't think she's really pretty, and it's just about like her struggle like, she kind of becomes anorexic, bulimic, all this stuff, and loses, like, 100 pounds in a month and a half. Not really good. So, I just thought that was really good. And the second book is um, My Abnormal Life, and I read that in about, like, three hours, because I couldn't put it down. It was really good. And it's just about this girl who's put into foster care because her mom can't really take care of her anymore, and her sister, who has Down syndrome, and they're just put into different homes, and she has to try to become normal so her family can get back together again. All right, thanks, you guys. That was awesome. All right, my name is Cole. I'm doing this podcast on just a few of my favorite manga titles, like Death Note, Nagima, Gimmick, and Gintama. Death Note, it's about this guy. He's uh, really, like, righteous and pure, but he finds this notebook that uh, kills anyone that he can find the name and the face of. So uh, what he does, he wants to make a utopia and kill off all the criminals. So he starts this, but then uh, this famous detective, L, he uh, somehow tracks him down because he's way too smart. And uh, So wait, is it that the good guy is trying to kill off all the evil people? Yeah, but then uh, like, it's still murder, so, right. so the, de the detective tries to track him down. Cool, all right. And then, so yeah, and then the guy pretty much turns out corrupt, and then... Uh, I guess you have to read to find the rest. And then, uh, Nagima. <coughs> it's, uh, about a ten-year-old wizard that uh, comes from Wales, and he goes to an all-girls school in Japan as a teacher. So, uh, and then, just, like, uh, lots of different stuff happens. They, uh... Well, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I read all this. <laughs> does he get this, like, crazy stuff happening with the girls? Or yes, what? it yeah. does. <laughs> okay. 
And then uh, Gimmick, it's about this guy who's really good at special effects. He a bunch of one-shot stories mainly about how he uses his gimmicks, as the title says. And uh, he's got a silver spatula. What does the silver spatula do? It's Wait, just you can't like just his, leave us with that. Uh, it's just like his spa it's a silver spatula. It's basically his main tool he uses for his special effects. Uh, he doesn't use a, a computer generated. It's all like handmade masks and animatronics and stuff. His silver spatula is just like his tool. He only uses that, really. Okay. Then Gintama, it's a comedy about a... Uh, uh, Japan and aliens have come. So it's centered about, around this guy called Gin. He's got he's a samurai with a wooden sword. He finds uh, Shinpachi, just a kind of a loser samurai. And then uh, then he met this girl. Wow. Disaster on level four. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. And then they meet this girl Kagura, and she's just this super strong alien, but she looks totally normal. Like a little girl, and uh, a bunch of one-shot stories again, basically. And cool. That's it. All right. So, of the rest of you, does anybody is anybody a manga reader? Oh, a little bit. So, yeah, for I those of you who don't read manga, what are you like? Are you? What do you? Do you have any questions about it? Like one thing that I wonder is. Um, would these stories be just as good if they were like a novel form? Like, what is it about? Is it like the, the stories or is it the format? Like, well, some of these, like it? the comedy, Gintama, there's a lot of sight gags. You can't really, it's hard to do that in um, uh, a novel form. But some of these could translate to novels. Some people make novels based on it, or maybe just fan fiction. Uh, How do you feel about the fan fiction? I don't really read it, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So does anybody else have a manga series that they would recommend? I'm kind of anti-manga. Why are you anti-manga, Jordan? Well, I mean, I, I like the stories and stuff, but um, and the art can be really beautiful, but sometimes I feel like a really strict style of art can restrict other kinds of cartooning. And I think like a lot of beginning artists feel like they have to do only manga, and it kind of like, like it just kind of gets old and kind of boring and things. And I wish that um, there were more graphic novels that weren't manga. And I think that there's other graphic novels that people said, oh, it'd be better if it was a manga, but it's like there's still really good graphic novels and it has a really unique art style. So I think that, like, I like manga itself, but I think that the art style, like, it could stand to be a little bit more unique sometimes. Hmm. Well, I just think, like, I basically think of manga just, like, comes from Japan and it's backwards. You read it backwards. Yeah. I mean, it has conventions. And, I mean, it does... Yeah, I mean, it's just a different, it's a different set of conventions than our graphic novels, I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, like, some could, some people could argue that, like, like I guess anywhere from 30 to, like, 40 years ago or something, like, all graphic novels follow the exact same kind of cartooning style as well, like, all the superhero comics and things and everything, until really, like, the, you know, like, 10 or 20 years ago, all the graphic novels were the same kind of style, too. Um, so, I mean, like, I guess it's kind of, like, any kind of art can get really redundant and really boring if you if you kind of choose not to make it unique, I suppose. So, like, I mean, I guess manga still is kind of unique and it's kind of newer in the United States, at least. So, I mean, it, and it is cool. I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just kind of like, oh. And it's definitely a different kind of storytelling, right? I mean, I'm definitely not a manga expert, but like, there aren't that many 
kinds of stories, well, outside of Shakespeare at least, and Western culture where you have people who, like, when they get hugged, they turn into a different gender, or you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely different different kinds of stories. in Shakespeare? Huh? <laughs> well, it doesn't happen when people get hugged, but there's a lot of, um, a lot of people, gender-bending stuff, people who kind of go back and forth between genders. Yeah, something I read about that is, like, that the, that the Japanese manga, they can take concepts that, like, American artists, they wouldn't even think of using. Like, I, it was something about this guy could see microbes or something. Oh, it's like a manga about that? Yeah. Yeah, and that's then, cool. Wait, when you're talking about gender-bending, are you talking about manga or other stuff? Microbes. <laughs> like, you mean, like, books or manga? Well, I was talking about manga, and I was saying that, I mean, there, there are books like that, but we don't have... Um, it's not, that's not such a, a thing that happens so often, maybe necessarily. And, like, there aren't a lot of books in the teen section about gender bending. I mean, there are a couple, I guess. Because, like, I used to read this series, um, Ranma. And, uh-huh. like, it's really funny, but it's really perverted. Like, <laughs> it's just really, I mean, it, you know, I was, like, in fifth grade and stuff. I didn't really get it so well. But, um, like, where the guy, when he gets doused in cold water, he turns into a girl, and hot water, he turns back into a guy. Uh-huh. So lots of mishaps <laughs> ensue, obviously. Um, it's really funny, but just, it's pretty perverted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just sort of saying, yeah, exactly. So I was just sort of saying that, like, there's these sort of out there stories that we don't, that are different from stories that we normally hear, I guess. That's all I was saying. I actually have, I, I, there's one manga, manga title that I like called Alicino. Have you ever heard of that one? And I like it because of the art style, and it's really beautiful. And it's kind of, it follows the kind of cliche, like, occult manga of, like, there's, like, these energy vampires that like suck life and stuff like kind of like every single dark manga theme but the art and it's really beautiful so i do like one manga <laughs> all right anybody else closing comments on manga all right thanks so much cole that was awesome this podcast was presented by the seattle public library and foundation and made possible by your generous contributions to the seattle public library foundation thanks for listening